If we have a good life. And we don't experience the reality and the power and the love and the presence of Jesus. Then we missed it. We're just living a good life. We're just nice Americans. We're just nice religious Americans. That's not what we want to be. We want to be passionate followers and sons and daughters of the King of Kings. And if what I'm talking about to you sounds like foreign, you need to meet him. If that sounds like that's not what I've experienced, guess what? I've experienced that. I've experienced Jesus. I know him. He's spoken to me. He's touched me. I've felt his presence. I've experienced his transforming power. He's changed my heart. He's changed my mind. He, is, he has set me free from things that I couldn't stop doing. And now I, can, I have power over them to not do those things that would, would destroy my life. He's changed me. It's not that I just grew up in a Christian home. And you all met, met people that grew up in a Christian home that are like, you didn't know Jesus, right? <laughs> For whatever reason, there's a lot of factors, of course, but every single one of us, we have to encounter him. At some point, at some age, at, at some time, there's, that we are presented with the opportunity to say, you must choose to look upon him and what are you going to do with him? In the book of Luke, where we're supposed to be, I want to read this scripture first before I read, um, get to Luke 2. I want to go up two verses, or three verses in chapter 1. This is Luke 1, verse 78. And this is, this is actually when before Jesus has, has been born, there, he has a, the promised birth of John the Baptist. It's Jesus' cousin, but he's the, he's, the, he's the one that comes before Jesus. He's the one that's going to announce the birth, you know, announce and prepare the way of Jesus. And so his father has this beautiful prophetic declaration when his son John the Baptist is born. And I, I kept coming back to this. We did this on a Wednesday night a few weeks ago. For the few of you who are here on the Wednesday night, um, you, we, we talked about this. And it's just, I, just, I keep coming back to this. And so I, want, I just want to highlight it again because this may be for somebody in this room, maybe for several somebodies, I believe. And so he, he is declaring the praises of God and all this stuff. And it says in verse 78, Luke 1, 78, because of the tender mercy of our God. Think about that right there. That if you, if you know God, if you don't know the God who's the God of tender mercy, you're, you're missing the fullness of who he is. Maybe you've only got a partial picture of who he is, but this, this is a God who, it says, because of the tender mercy of our God, I need somebody who is tender with me. I need someone who's merciful with me. I need someone who's, who's not going to judge me by all the things that I've done wrong. I've done a lot of wrong things. And I'm a pretty good person. <laughs> I was a good kid. My dad's here today. You can ask him. I was a good kid. I mean, there's a few things he didn't know about. Did I ever tell you about that car thing finally? <laughs> it was a couple things you didn't want to tell your parents. Like, yeah. Um, 
and I'm not going to confess them right now. What's that? Yeah, he's here for the weekend to celebrate Christmas, but he already gave me my presents, so. But anybody who knows us, if you really know us, man, we've done, we need mercy. I need, I need mercy. I need the tender mercy of God in my life. Aren't you thankful that he didn't give up on you? Aren't you thankful that he didn't just say, that's too much? No, I, you've, you've gone too far. I mean, aren't, aren't you thankful that he keeps trying to? That, you know, it wasn't just like, you know, where you were 10 years ago. He's like, that's, that's all we can do. <laughs> it's too hard. Father, Son, Holy Spirit are like, that is a lot of work here. We're just going to let that one set for another decade and maybe their spouse will help them or something or I don't know. Maybe having kids will work. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe if they grow up and actually get a real job, I don't know what's going to help them out. No, God doesn't do that. He's like, no, I'm, I'm going to continue to work in your life. I'm going to continue to give you my tender mercy. No matter where you're at or what you've done. And it says, because this is why Jesus came, because of the tender mercy of God. And it says this, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the path of peace. How many of us, need, we need a path of peace in this life, amen? The, the only path of peace that there is, is walking with Jesus. That's it. There's, there's no other solution. You, there's not a five-step program. If you follow these principles, and if you say these Bible verses over your life, and if you just do the right things, if you listen to the right worship songs, if you go to the right conferences, if you get the right person to pray for you, it's going to happen. No, you just need Jesus, He's the only answer. He's the one answer that God gave that said, Jesus is the answer. This, that's why Christmas is so huge. That's why I get passionate about Christmas. I, I want to celebrate Christmas. I want to I I be amazed at Christmas. I want to have wonder at Christmas again because it's the story of Jesus coming to earth where God says, I am going to go for them. I'm going to reach out to them. I'm not going to leave them alone. I'm not going to leave them in their darkness. I'm going to shine the light. And John says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness could not extinguish it. The darkness could not put out the light of Jesus no matter how dark it's been. There's been a lot of dark times in our lives. There's been a lot of dark times in the history of the world. And we may think we're in one of the darkest times. I don't know. Because I didn't live in some of those other dark times. But I do know this, that the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness can never extinguish it. And so he is getting a picture of Jesus here. Those living in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. Some of you need to walk in peace. Some of you, you need to walk in the path that Jesus is walking as the Prince of Peace. He's the Prince of Peace. That's one of his names. He's the, he rules with peace. And so if you have a life that's like, man, I, I just don't have any peace. I, don't, I am just walking in chaos and confusion and anxiety and unrest. This is the path you need to walk with Jesus on the path 
of peace. It says that he will guide our feet into the path of peace. He will guide the the walk of your life, your soul, into the path of peace. But you've got to walk with him. You've got to follow him. He's going to lead the way, but he's he's not going to drag you. You know, I've got a I got a new puppy. We got a new puppy. Uh, anybody know that? She's about seven months old. Uh, little Schnauzer, and we start. We're trying to you know train her to go on walks. You know, because you don't as a dog apparently you don't know how to walk with a, a, something attached to your throat. You know, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, that's what I want to do when somebody puts something on my throat and has a, has a cord on it. But uh, so, she, you know, there are sometimes this dog, you know, I, I am walking along with this dog and she wants to stop. And guess what? I don't stop. It's not a big dog either, you know, miniature schnauzer. So that's why I don't get there's many reasons I don't get big dogs. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this is one of the reasons right here, I think, is that I cannot stop even if the dog stops. And guess what? Guess what happens? The dog is being dragged. We have a harness. It's not choking her, okay? We've got one of those harness things. Don't, don't, call, don't call PETA or whoever. You know, don't report me on the, on the internet. Um, she's got the harness on, but she can hold on to that thing, and that, that, that harness <laughs> is dragging this dog along, along the whatever, wherever we're at, sidewalk, street, whatever. I'm like, look, you're not going to stop. Aren't you glad that... <laughs> He, he's not going to drag you. He's not going to drag you. You're more valuable to him than, than a dog. You're more valuable than any animal. You're, you're the most valuable creation that he has created. It says God says, I, he, I, let's, we're going to create someone in our image. And he loves you. He's going to lead you. He might give you a little prodding, you know. He might... You do a lot of things, but he's not going to force you. He's not going to drag you along. Because he wants, he wants you to walk with him in love. And he wants to empower you to walk with him. To know that you, you can walk with me. That you know that you, you, don't, you don't have to be, you don't have to always fail. You don't have to always fail. You know, it's like, man, if, if your life has been like, yeah, I failed in this, I failed in that, I failed, you know, all these things, we can have just our failures. And Jesus is saying, no, just walk with me on the path of peace. Walk with me on the path of peace. And so there's the picture here, maybe we'll get to Luke too, I don't know. Um, it's always next week, right? Um, it says this. And this, we highlighted this on Wednesday too, but I, I want to bring it out for anybody who's here who needs this. Um, it says, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, verse 78, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the, and the old translations, King James and stuff would say the day spring, by which the day spring will come to us from heaven. And I read this. Uh, the other night with our group, and I want to read it again because it's so powerful. The picture here of Jesus being the day spring, of Jesus being the, the rising dawn. And it says this, The original metaphor here refers to a party of travelers. This is ancient history, you know. Before reaching their destination, they have been overtaken by the darkness of a pitch black night. 
and are now sitting terrified and powerless and expect any moment to be overwhelmed and killed by wild beasts or enemies. But all at once, everybody say all at once. All at once, a bright light appears to show them the way so that they reach their destination safely where they enjoy rest and peace. These words, therefore, point to the awful darkness and misery prevailing among mankind before the coming of Christ. Powerless, panic-stricken. You ever seen people lately? There's been a lot of panic-stricken people in the last three or four years. Panic-stricken people. The powerless, panic-stricken, and threatened by deadly enemies, not physically, but maybe spiritually, Mankind finds itself in black darkness, but through the coming of Christ, a bright light appears and the darkness is dispelled. And those who avail themselves of his light are able to see clearly the path leading to peace. Thanks for giving me this commentary, by the way. It's my dad's old book. Every once in a while, I read them. (laughs) Jesus is our day spring. It doesn't matter, you know, you're like, man, I've been in the light, but then you, you find yourself in a place of darkness. You need, you need the light. You need the rising dawn. You need, you need the sunrise to come. You need some, something to happen. Oh, Lord. And Jesus is that light. He said, would you, just, would you just let me light up your world? Would you just let me shine the light on your marriage? Let me shine the light in your relationship with your spouse. Let me be the light. Quit trying to, to fix it yourself. Let, let, let me be the light. Let me shine the light and lead you to a path of health and wholeness. To the path of peace. Peace you know, is originally in, in the Hebrew mindset was like wholeness, was, was everything's well. It is, it is well. Everything, everything is, is being healed and being redeemed and made whole. That's, that's the path of peace that Jesus wants us to walk in, that we can walk in that in our relationships. We can walk in that in our relationships with one another. We can walk in that in our families, that we can have wholeness in our families and our relationships with our parents. Whatever relationship has been broken, Jesus can in, invite you into his peace and say, say well, let's walk in the path of peace. Now, again, he can't, the other person is not going to be dragged into it. They have to choose it. But you can be at peace. You can be whole. You can have self-control. You can speak kindness. You can speak blessing and not curse. Because of Jesus, because you're walking with him, because he's changing you, because he's shining the light in the dark places of your life that need to be cleared up. But it says that what the darkness is dispelled. When you invite Jesus, some of us are we get scared because we don't want to open up our lives to the Lord. You know, have you ever done that where you're like, I want to hide this from God? And, you know, we all know he he can see it. Right. I mean. But we still do it. It's kind of like when, I know I've used this illustration before, but when you have really little kids and they want to hide from you, they, just, they close their eyes. 
<laughs> They're like, if I just close my eyes, my parents can't see me yet since I stole whatever, some candy and I'm eating it in the corner of the room or whatever, whatever they're doing that's wrong, right? So they, they just, they close their eyes. I mean, that's kind of like us hiding from the Lord, right? That we're going to be like, okay, I'm going to just hold this off from you, God. And, you know, we're not, we're not going there right now. And he's like, why not? I already know. So <laughs> you don't have to be ashamed. When you have somebody that loves you, when you have someone that you know loves you, it's safe to go to them. Some of you maybe have never had that. Maybe you've never had that with a human and that, that's, I understand that, that, that. I'm not telling you to trust every person here, but I am telling you to trust Jesus. That you can come to Him and unwrap the brokenness and the darkness in your life and invite Him in and He's not going to judge first. It says the Son of Man, did not, Jesus did not come to, to condemn us, but to save us. The name Jesus is that He will save us from our sins. It's not just that we're forgiven. Yeah, thank you, Lord, that he's forgiven us. But he wants to save you from that. He wants to redeem. He wants to restore. He wants to change. He's going to bring something good out of the brokenness in your life. And that's why this is so amazing. That we get to, we get to come to Jesus all of us, it's not just a story that, we, that was told 2,000 years ago. And we get to, you know, pretend and make it help us feel better about something. No, this is a person that you get to experience. You get to know him. You can know Jesus. You can know his heart. You can know what's on his mind. You can hear him speak to you in your heart. You can hear him speak to you through the word, through the scriptures here, because he reveals himself. When Jesus was on earth, they didn't recognize him. The Pharisees didn't recognize him. The, the religious people didn't recognize him. And uh, he said, hey, if you just looked in the scriptures, they're talking about me. That's why we need to be in the word. Not so you're a good Christian. Not so that you do the right thing. It's so you know him. Because Jesus said, hey, if you would just look in here, they're, they're telling about me. Don't you want to know me more? Don't you, don't you want to get to know me a little bit closer? Don't you want to be drawn in? Don't you want to experience wonder again? Don't you want to experience hope again? Don't you want to experience joy again? Somebody needs to experience joy again in here. That it's, it's not over. That God, that God will... The joy is not done. That the joy is not only in the past, Right? It's like we think of that thing years ago. That was an amazing time. You know, when you get older, you start, everything starts looking better a long time ago, right? Have you noticed that about old people? I'm not, I don't know because I'm not there yet. But uh, back in the whatever, what it could be, for some of you, it's the 60s. <laughs> well, 50s. <laughs> Some of us is the 80s. <laughs> Generation X unite. Okay. <laughs> they said we were going to be a bunch of losers. They've said that about every generation. <laughs> All the young people were like, holy cow. I mean, that's how God, the angels in heaven, not God, the angels in heaven probably look at every, every single human and go, oh, man. That's what you got to work with? 
And Jesus says, watch this. Watch what happens when Christ is in them, when my presence is in them by my spirit. Something amazing is going to happen and there's going to be a miracle. Knowing Jesus is the greatest miracle ever. That he loves us is the greatest wonder ever. That he invites us to know him and walk with him and have a relationship with him is the greatest joy ever. And so, worship team, come on up. We're not doing Luke 2. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is hilarious. Uh, but I really feel like this is a word for some, some, somebody in here. You need, you need the hope again. You need, to jo- you need to have joy again. You need to have peace again. Maybe you, need to exp- you just need to know that you're forgiven again. I don't know. But let's, let's take some time. We're, we're not done. Please don't, don't leave just because everybody's like the sermon. Sometimes at church, you're like, the sermon's over. We're done. No, we're not done. Now I want you to encounter what I talked about. We're inviting you into the presence of Jesus to worship him and experience his goodness. And so if you need to respond, this place is is open. You can go to the side, you can go to the front, you can go behind the drum set, you can go to the back. If you however you need to respond to the Lord today. If if you just need to sit where you're at, if you need to kneel where you're at, whatever it is, be free to respond to Jesus today and experience his goodness and let him be the day spring. Let him be the rising sun. Let him be the rising dawn. You know, if, you need, if it's hope, if it's peace, if it's salvation, if you've never given your heart to Jesus, if you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. If you've never made Jesus your Lord and Savior, this is the best day to do it. Now is the day. Today's the day. Don't, don't leave here and say, well, maybe next week. I'll think about it. Don't think about it. Do it. <laughs> you, you must do it now because now is the time that he's saying, now is what I want your heart. Now is, what, now is the time I want your life. I want all of it. Some of you need to surrender your families. You need to surrender your future. You need to surrender your finances. You need to surrender your marriage. You need to surrender your relationships with, with your other family members, whatever it is. Some of you need to forgive. But it's all found in Jesus. Every, every single thing is He is the hope. He is the light. He is the strength. He is the peace. He is the joy. He's the victor in all this. And so let, let's stand up. Can you begin to, to play? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But really, if you need to move around, if you need to respond, if you need to, gra- if, uh, if you need to grab somebody else that looks like they know what they're doing and say, pray for me, uh, do it. Thank you, Lord. We just, we just thank you for your presence, oh God. We thank you that you are good. And we thank you that you're still the one that we're in awe of. Jesus, I want to be more in awe of you today than I was yesterday. I want to be more filled with joy than I was yesterday. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. It doesn't matter my circumstances. Jesus, you are enough for me. And so we honor you and we adore you and we behold you and we lay our lives before you. This morning, in Jesus' name, let's begin to sing, Oh, come, let us adore Him. Thank you, Lord.